was raised off Route Route 3 Out past where the blacktop ends We'd walk to church on Sunday morning Race barefoot back to Johnson's Fence That's where I first saw Mary On that roadside picking blackberries That summer I turned a corner in my soul Down that red dirt road It's where I drank my first beer Just 
summer I turned 18 We lived in a one-room run-down shack On the outskirts of New Orleans We didn't have money for food or rent To say the least, we were hard-pressed Then Mama spent every last penny We had to buy me a dancing dress Well, Mama washed and combed and curled my hair And she painted my eyes and lips Then I stepped into a satin dancing dress I had a split from the side, cleaned up to my heel it was red velvet trimming and it fit me good and Standing back from the looking glass there stood a woman where a half-grown kid it stood She said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down She said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down Mama had a little bit of perfume on my neck Then she kissed my cheek And then I saw the tears welling up troubled eyes as she started to speak she looked at a pitiful shack and then she looked at me and took a ragged breath she said your paws runned off and i'm real sick and the baby's gonna starve to death she handed me a hardship lock if they said to thine own self be true and i shivered as i watched a roach crawl across the toe of my high heel shoe it sounded like somebody else who was talking asking mama what do i do she said, just be nice to the gentleman fancy, they'll be nice to you. She said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. Lord, forgive me for what I do, but if you won't have it, it's up to you. Now don't let me down, now your mama's gonna move you up town. Well, that was the last time I saw my People came and took the baby Mama died and I ain't been back But the wheels of fate Started to turn it for me There was no way out it Wasn't very long till I knew exactly What my mama been talking about I knew what I had to do And I made myself this solemn vow I was gonna be a lady someday Though I didn't know when or how But I couldn't see spending the rest of my life With my head hung down in shame You know I might but fancy was a my
First, let's get to some good mornings this morning. Straight Fire was the first one here. It says, to the great Arnaldo, it is, whoop, 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 oh, crap. I'm hitting wrong buttons. Pump day, pump day, pump day. And I'm first. Damn right you are. Hangtown Jen says, happy ass family. Uh, Adam J says, buenos dias, A-S-S, Arnie. Look at that, Adam J. Thank you so much for, uh, my newest knife that you sent me, that, like, hook-looking knife with the, the ring in it, that thing is badass. Man, am I going to terrorize some people with that. Um, Straight Fire says, nice one, Adam. Uh, Arise says, uh, good morning. Well, good morning to you as well, Arise. Andrew says, buenos dias, shitheads. Happy Pump day. best line in that damn movie. Hot Mama is listening in bed with COVID, but that didn't stop her because she's here and says, happy Pump day. Right there. Cowboys Girl says good morning and happy hump day Pump ass family. Day. Oh, day. the Pump next one day. up. Look at that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, wake up. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Wait, 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 why do these keep switching on me? There it is. Good morning, bratty kid. I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Straight fire says feel better, hot mama. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, hope you feel better, Hot Mama. Hot Mama then says, thank you. I have a cold on steroids. Feel like shit. All right. Uh, this is my first time hearing the studio version of Fancy. I'd always heard on karaoke. Definitely a great song. There you go. Uh, and Arias says, get better soon, Hot Mama. Uh, let's send those out to Tommy, too, because Tommy popped for uh, COVID this morning. He sent me a text message, which means I probably have COVID. Probably again. I don't know, but whatever. It is what it is. It, it, it's the latest and greatest craze out there. It's called Omicron. I don't have it because I didn't test. Whatever. Uh, lots to get to today. Like I said, we got mail. We got some really funny shit today, too. I mean, some really funny shit. First of all, the, the funniest shit we got is Joe Biden. Our current commander-in-chief, you know, the same idiot. That's Joe Brandon. I agree. Yep. Did it again. Did it again yesterday. He was speaking yesterday um, in part of this new voting thing in, go- in, in Georgia, how they're saying that the Republicans passed all these terrible things that don't let people vote because black people can't get driver's licenses. Black people aren't smart enough to get to the Internet. 
That's what they're saying. I didn't say that. I repeated them. That's what they're saying. So uh, that big fat chick, uh, Precious, who ran for governor a few uh, years ago in, in Georgia, Stacey Abrams, she's been doing all this work about this voting rights and all this kind of stuff. So the president went to Georgia yesterday. That's right. The devil did go down to Georgia. And guess who wasn't at his speech? Guess who wasn't there? Stacey Abrams. Wait, 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 what? A reporter asked him, quote, any thoughts? Oh, and this is this is favorite Joe. Tough Joe's coming out right now. Any thoughts on Stacey Abrams skipping her speech today, sir? Are you insulted she's skipping your speech? He answers, I- I'm insulted you asked the question. I spoke to Stacy this morning. We have a great relationship. We got our scheduling mixed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, because your hair appointment is more important than the president backing your bill. I talked to her at length this morning. We're on the same page and everything's fine. Well, while he was giving that speech, he said this. Last week, President Harris and I what? stood in the United States Capitol. What? <laughs> what did he just say? Last week, President Harris and I Uh-oh. stood in the United States Capitol. Uh-oh. We don't have a President Harris. We have a Vice President Harris. Does he not realize he's the president? Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. What dick cheese this guy is. I mean... <laughs> I, I'm insulted you asked the question. I saw a video of him this morning, and I did I did I save it? If I saved it, maybe I can I can somehow play this thing for you here. Uh, no, I didn't save it. Damn it! It's him talking to these reporters or whatever, and they're talking about DUIs. And DUI is not a felony. He goes, I think you should be fired for it. Yeah, that's right. You should be fired. If you get one of those, you get fired. Because I don't consider DWIs a felony. And both hosts were like, oh, fuck. Whoa. Whoa. Does that mean somebody's got something in the closet there? But, yes, Tough Joe is out, and he is throwing punches, man. Uh, What if he still thinks he's VP? He probably does there, Andrew. Just because Kamala and Obama are black, they gaslight him and tell him he's the same person. Joe's just going to believe it. Yep. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Unbelievable. Look, this whole thing with Precious here, it, and I'm seeing a recent picture of her, and she's bigger than Precious now. I, I, I don't care. I, I Look, look let, let's just tell the truth. No matter your ideology, if you get a chance to meet the president, you're probably going to meet the president. And I know she's met the president before. But if the president goes out of his way to speak at Emory University in Atlanta, or I, I think yesterday they were at, uh, uh, I'm sorry, they were, they were at Morehouse, I believe, delivering this speech, which are historically all black colleges. He could have gave the speech from the White House. He could have gave it from Camp David. He could have given it from Air Force One. 
But no, he went out of his way to go to Georgia to support her bill, and she can't be there? You smell that? You smell that? Oh, I'm smelling a rift. Oh, maybe she made a pass at him. <laughs> maybe. Oh, we found out who finally said this. So please keep wearing your mask, even when you're out walking your dog. Right, guys? Fuck you, Jill. There, there she is. You're a horrible fucking woman. There's this Stacey is why Abrams. everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit, ineffective. Alicia says, wait, he called her president? Yeah, like three times, Rise said. I saw the speech after the fact and had to shut it off because I'm sick of the lies. Oh. All this voter suppression, this this is my, my, I guess this is my secret delight that I get is hearing about this voter suppression. It's my guilty pleasure, that's it, secret delight. What the fuck is wrong with me? You should talk for a living, Arnie. Uh, my guilty pleasure is this voter suppression talk because, honestly, it, here's I think the people that are in support of this that say things like black people uh, can't, they don't have a chance to get driver's licenses. They really believe what they're saying is empathetic towards the black cause. Black folks don't hear it that way. When they say black people aren't really that tech savvy, because the internet's, internet's not really available to them? No, 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 no. See, see, this is, this is the problem. Is that we understand that you're trying to cower down to them because you feel all this guilt that you've had in your family for years about it. The problem is, is black people are quite tech savvy. Black people know where the DMV is. Black people carry IDs with them. To come out and say, well, these new voter suppression laws, this, this idea that you have to show your driver's license to vote is, is, is preposterous. Really? Let me ask you then, do you need a driver's license to drive? Oh, well, of course you do. Uh, yeah, of, of, of course. Well, well then why? Because one's a right, again, and one's a privilege. The idea that, that showing off your ID is somewhat holding you down is just stupidity. I don't know about you, but look, look, I make my jokes. I've said some things. We all have a past, all this kind of shit, right? What you're doing is the most racial profiling shit that's out there. Saying that black people that they are they don't get IDs. They, they they don't have enough access to the internet. Really? They don't have enough access to the internet. Because they don't have a computer at home? Oh wait, what if they have a computer at home? Lo and behold, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben saved up and saved up and saved up. And they got their little baby, the cream of wheat guy. They got him a computer. It's unbelievable. Stupidity. But hey, they keep they keep throwing that shit up there, so there you go. 
Oh, yes. One more, one, one more time. Yeah. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Uh, excuse me, yeah, uh, Mr. President. Uh, yeah, we don't have a President Harris. Maybe we do have a President Harris because I just see this story and I think to myself, well, well, well. The United States has pledged $308 million, which for a country isn't a lot, but that's still a lot, $308 million in aid to Afghanistan to deal with widespread hunger while refusing to formally recognize the Taliban withholding $8 billion in funds. Now, before I go, let me, let me read this. I've seen videos of commentators asking so many different black people, asking them if they're smart enough to have IDs or licenses. The reaction is basically jokes on them. I have a driver's license. They just want it possible so that undocumented people can flood votes for the Dems. I'm half minority, if, will, uh, if you will, and I carry my license every single second I'm in, outside my apartment. Uh, is, it, is it that tough? Is it that such a hardship? No. And by the way, it's the law. You have to be able to identify yourself at all times in this country. Here's the stupidity. Dems tell black people that uh, police are racist and out to kill them. So if you believe police were out to get you, wouldn't you always carry your ID to ensure you were not wrongly identified? I, uh, that right there, that is what you call brilliant. Correct the mundo. Now. Let's get back to our federal government sending $308 million to Afghanistan, which I don't know, $308 million in America to homeless vets. I think that would be a better use of that money. We're going to give $308 million to terrorists. Do you really think they're going to use that money to feed the people of Afghanistan? I can't believe I'm stupid enough to even ask that fucking question. That's like plopping a bottle of Jack Daniels in the middle of a first-timers meeting in AA. That bottle is coming back empty. And nobody benefits from it. At the same time this is going on, the U.N. has launched an appeal for $5 billion as hunger grows. Derek says, happy hump day. Right back there. Hump day. Hump day. We're giving billions and billions of dollars to terrorists. By the way, I would think that that is impeach worthy enough. How many things does this guy have to do before we finally say, fucking take him out of office? Let's see. I know 13 right away uh, Marines that were murdered on his watch. The terrible pullout game that he has. His son's computer. The way he has fucked America. And now giving billions of dollars to terrorists. That's five. That's five reasons right there. Uh, Let's see. In front says, good morning, everyone. What's up, buddy? 
handing billions of dollars to the Man, I, nothing. Uh, by the way, I, I'm just going to say it right now. That could be the, the our demise right there. How about this? How, how about instead of that, this is what we do. Let, let, let's get President Harris and Vice President Biden. And let, let, let's call uh, King Pelosi, Queen Pelosi. Let's all get together. And along with the $308 million that we give to the Taliban, how about we send them some nuclear bombs too? Why not? Why not just send those to them? Might as well. What else can we send to them that, that would benefit them and, and hurt us? Ooh, all of our gold, we could send all, we, we take Fort Knox and fly it over there. Give that to them. There you guys go. Sorry you live in a desert. Unbelievable. <laughs> While the people of Afghanistan starve, the Taliban is eating like kings. You, you, you know the Taliban with all that money they're getting. They are flying in the hottest sheep known to mankind because they don't like women. They like to fuck sheep. They're, they're flying in sheep from all over the place. They're calling up Scotland. They're bringing some big woolly bastards back. This is like the wolf of the Middle East. They're living probably like Caligula. Men, goats, sheep, all that kind of shit. Good God. Uh, Aldo says, take Trump out of it. If a Republican... Hell, even an independent were in office and did everything Biden did, there would be never-ending outrage. Oh, hold on. Correct the mundo. Yeah, let's take Trump out of it because we know they were after Trump. But let's take Trump out of it and, and, and say this was, I don't know, uh, Ted Cruz was president. I mean, I, remember all the media coverage on Ted Cruz? When he went to Mexico, when Texas froze last year, remember that? Remember all that media? Yet nobody wants to call this guy out on his fucking dementia, not knowing who the president is. They they don't call him out over giving billions of dollars to, and by the way, hello, did anybody ever remember the phrase, I ran Contra? Does this smell a little like that? Oh, I think it does. <laughs> Sorry, you live in a desert. Camel outside should have told you. Oh, man. Uh, this, is, I, this is just, it's remarkable what we are doing and what we're sitting back. And, and, and I know I'm sitting back also and watching, but there's nothing I can do. I mean, honestly. So we all are, are just sitting back and letting this happen. Who knows? I might call my congressman today and go, why is this guy still in office? That's about all we can do. Oh, there you go. The government doesn't have $350 million. We're borrowing $350 million by printing more money, causing even more inflation and weakening our country in order to feed the Taliban. Yes, once again, correct the mundo. And the U.N. wants to force other countries to give them billions. 
Is the Taliban running the U.N. now? Because, I, look, 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 come on. Hey, everybody, come on, come on. Let, let's all get close together so I don't have to yell. So, so you really think that the Taliban is going to take care of the same people that they were going door to door and, and, and beheading? You, you really think that giving them that money, they're going to do that? Do, do you also let your children out in the morning to make breakfast? How many ice cream and doo-doo sandwiches have you gotten? This is ridiculous. And these people are supposed to be some of the smartest people in the world. Hell, on paper they are. Go to Ivy League schools, getting all kinds of crazy secret uh, government clubs. The smartest of the smart, the brightest of the bright. Where are they? Because here we are giving the Taliban $308 million. For fuck's sake. Why don't we shut the country down and just take all that money that would have gone to businesses? Let's just give that to everybody else. Fucking A. Man. Man, yesterday was what? What? what I, I don't even know. What? 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 What round is it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event, the third in this trifecta of main events. In this quarter, we have Senator Dr. Rand Paul, and in this quarter, we have Mr. Anthony Fauci. Let's get it on. <sighs> Yesterday, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the dir- director of the CDC and all-around moron, and Mr. Anthony Fauci, super douche, were in front of Congress yet again And Dr. Anthony Fauci yesterday had it. He's saying he's getting all kind of personal attacks on him. Here, here, here is Mr. Fauci, as a matter of fact. Find it. All you have to do is ask for it. <laughs> I, I, you, you're so the misinformed. It's extraordinary. Why, why am all I, why am I misinformed? This is a huge issue. Wouldn't you agree with me that, that you have a... You see things before members of Congress would see them, so that there's a an air of appearance that that maybe some shenanigans are going on. You know, I don't think that's. I assume that that's Senator, not the case. What I are you talking it's not about? The case. My, but, my financial disclosures are public knowledge, and have been so. You are getting amazingly wrong information. So uh, uh, I, I cannot find them. Our office cannot find them. Where would they be if they're public knowledge? Sen- Where? Okay. To the public. Great. We look Senator forward to reviewing. You are totally incorrect. Well, Senator we look Marshall, forward to Here comes the hot mic. Senator Marshall, Dr. Fauci has answered you. Mr. Fauci. public information, and he's happy to give it to you if you would ask. Senator Moran. What a moron. That was him. That was him. He just called the United States senator to his face a moron. Oh, man. Uh, yesterday, it was he and Rand Paul. Let me see if I can find any of the 
Rand Paul highlights with him. Look, I I, I like Rand Paul, but I'm getting tired of this little do-si-do that these two knuckleheads are fucking doing. It's getting to be just stupid. Oh, come on. Have audio. Oh, there's no audio on this? Come on, damn it. Paul discussed how Fauci previously appeared to claim that the human embodiment of science by declaring, I am science, in the interview. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Is this it? Let's see. Is this it? Are they going to have more on this, or is this just a shitty case with commercial? To put on. Uh, also blurred out Jesus Christ right after. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was in there. Okay, skip that ad. Here we go. Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky joins me now, member of the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions uh, Committee. Oh Senator Paul, good to see you today. Uh, yards from Steve Scalise, who was shot. Not one Republican came forward and said it was Bernie Sanders' fault because this was a supporter of his. And so when Democrats say that... Yeah, uh, now see, what, what's happening is there's all these online memes and things. Fire Dr. Fauci. I don't know when he became a doctor, but... And he's blaming Rand Paul... And he's blaming people for that. And he's not answering questions. He never answers the question. He never says where he is, his disclosure is. This has been an ongoing hoop-de-doo, if you will, for the last year and a half. Rand Paul yells at him. Like the first time he was so meek and cowardly. Then the second time, Fauci kind of came back with a couple of defensive shots. Now he's Mr. Tough Guy. Hey, hey, Anthony Fauci, how about this? How about I challenge you to a fight? You and me, mano y mano. You win, you get your doctor title back. You lose, you quit. Uh, Let's see. uh, uh, Paul keeps putting him in his place. He can keep it all. He can keep at it for all I care. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. It's must-see TV. If you know that that's going to be on live, you want to turn over to that. Fuck, that's better than wrestling now, watching those two go at it. Uh, Andrew says they really need to arrest that little Nazi right there on camera. If they did that, it would be instant re-election for anyone looking, locking horns with Fauci. Oh, man. Uh, he completely lied about Project Veritas reports when they confronted him about that, too. He lies about everything. He doesn't know what's going on with this. Mr. Tony Fauci is a little old man that should be complaining about how hot the soup is in his local deli. That's what he should be doing. But instead, he he keeps putting on this charade that he is a medicine man. He knows exactly what's... I believe he knows exactly what happened. I believe that they were testing this out, and they said, hey, what if we give you a couple billion dollars? You know, we kind of let it go, and you just stand up for us. Because, man, this guy's eating a lot of turd sandwiches. And as somebody who's been fed a few turd sandwiches, they ain't that fun to eat. But I'll get, look, this is the one thing I'll give Mr. Fauci. He's a weeble wobble. That motherfucker can't fall down. Yeah, I, I, will, I will give him credit. When he threw out that first pitch at the Washington Nationals game, I thought that was it for him. 
But he's come back swinging. I respect the never-say-die attitude of him. I just don't respect him. Because he knows how protected he is. Um, he is the science. Yeah, really, he really is. Uh, if Fauci loses, he gets banished to the ends of the earth or just send him to live his days in Portland or George Floyd Square. Um, oh, he's no old dummy. He knows exactly what's going on because he's told to do it, yeah? He only worked in public service. Fauci never treated a patient. No, that's why he's Mr. Fauci. Used to love me some Weeble Wobbles back in the day. <laughs> I this whole Weeble Wobble treehouse. Love them. This is what we need to create. We need to create a Weeble Wobble set of all the people in charge of our country right now. You get Kamala, the president, Joe, whatever his job is, because he thinks Kamala's the president. You get one that's Nancy Pelosi, and that one's already kind of leaning because it's so drunk. Chuck Schumer is a long, pointy, wiry, just weird-looking uh, weeble wobble. Fauci's a little short, short one with gray top. Oh, man, that would be a hell of a set. That is a million-dollar idea. The government weeble wobbles. You got to get one for Trump, too, because, I mean, he, he's the only U.S. president to ever survive two impeachments. He can be in there. He's a weeble wobble. Sounds like a T-shirt idea. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. The Weeble Wobble White House playset. Trademark. Copyright. Right here. Today is what? Oh, don't tell me how charged the damn phone is. Wednesday, January 12th. Trademark. The Weeble Wobble White House set. Weeble, I got, I got to text Young Harm on this. Wobble. House set. Get yours today at ArnieRadio.com. Fuck, they can make a presidential Weeble Wobble collection. Get them all. Bushes, Trump, Reagan, Obama, Kennedy. Maybe his head swivels back into the left. Oh, that's good shit right there. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, that's just good shit. That is just good shit right there. Rand Paul said yesterday, Dr. Fauci doesn't want to debate. He wants to squelch debate because, quote, he is science. If you criticize him, you're criticizing science. And by the way, isn't that what science is? Hmm. I, I, I mean, honestly... If you think about it, if you truly sat there and thought about it, what is science? It's a series of questions. We keep questioning, and they find newer and newer stuff. That's what science is, but we can't question it. We have to trust it, but we can't question it. The thing that is made up strictly of, that's right, let's all say it together, questions. (laughs) 
Weeble Wobble Killery comes with a rope and a gun. I wish I had a couple Weeble Wobbles because I'd make a TikTok video selling these things. Speaking of JFK, has anyone seen the new Oliver Stone JFK revisited yet? I'm hearing good things. Let me tell you, Andrew. I know you're from Louisiana. Let, let, let me tell you, uh, but I know you live in the great state of Texas now. Um, I hope there are a lot of people interested. I'll answer this as honest as I can answer this as a Texan and as somebody who grew up in the Metroplex. I really have not a lot of desire for this due to the fact that when J- John F. Kennedy was shot and killed in Dallas by Lee Harvey Oswald, allegedly, but I don't know. Um, the city of Dallas was given a big black eye. They couldn't believe that happened, and they blamed the state of Texas for it. I, I do not like the going down and seeing the X's on the road, seeing the book depository and the, the grassy knoll and all that kind of stuff. I saw the movie. I saw the original movie. And, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not upset about this. I just want to give you my take on it. I don't need to see any more about JFK. I, I just don't. It's one of those things you hear all these stories, the, these these famous Dallas stories that uh, Jack Ruby, the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald at the Lou Sterrett Correctional Facility, someplace that I've stayed, um, he was at a very, very popular Italian restaurant until 4 o'clock in the morning. Very, very popular Italian restaurant in Dallas that was allegedly run by some nefarious people. You hear all these stories, and you just don't want to hear them anymore because we're never going to know the truth. That's the thing I hate most about the JFK story. And we as a society, this is another thing that we have done. We have just allowed the government to say, no, you can't know this. Why can't we know it? Why can't we know the truth? Why aren't we allowed? And this isn't Republican or Democrat. This is the flat-out government. This is each and every one of them. To this day, if you truly believe that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone shooter, good for you. I want to live in your world. I do. I truly do. Now, I'm not some conspiracy theorist because we've heard them all. Cubans did it. Lady Bird Johnson, who was married to LBJ, did it. So that, that, that Lyndon Johnson could finally become president. You can't tell me that the United States government, in the 60s, with the investigation units that they had, couldn't figure this crime out. And lo and behold, the guy who shot him gets shot right in the gut coming out of jail. Jack Ruby died in jail. We're not, it, this is exactly like the COVID virus. This is our generations. The COVID virus is our generation's JFK. And I love how every year they come and they give some stuff that's been less redacted about it. So I guess in 60 years, I'll be dead. Thank God. 
Um, in in sixty years, we're gonna get all these reams and reams of, of, of testimony and paperwork, most of which will be highly redacted, meaning we aren't going to see the truth, and we again will say, "Thank you, sir. May I have another?" Little Bubba's getting up. Bubba's moving. What's up, big boy? Uh, but yeah, I I mean we allowed Anthony. How is Anthony Fauci? I, I I dare anybody to answer this. How is Anthony Fauci not in jail right now for lying to Congress, which is a felony? Uh, let's see. Mike D says they all should have uh, props. Fauci with a mask and a needle. <laughs> We're back to the Weeple Wobble White House set. Nancy with martini glasses, Trump with fake news TV remote, Biden in a diaper with an adaptable child being sniffed, to name a few. These would be the excellent T-shirts. I'd buy them. I can understand that. I have a different outlook on it. I have a lot of respect for uh, Jim Garrison, the man that went through hell trying to bring justice. I want to see what further evidence has been dug up. It tells the story. And I think it helps me personally understand better why our current state of affairs is so fucked. I great points there, because there are people out there looking for the truth, and all they keep running into is wait, where did where? Oh goddamn it, where is it? It's not going to be good now. Oh, it's going to be terrible now. Oh, because I waited too long. God damn it! You can't handle the truth. <laughs> How great would that be if they subbed that in the movie JFK? Just out of nowhere, <laughs> Colonel Jessup. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Jim Garrison turns around. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> and Anthony Fauci. Shitter was full. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. So, yes, the Rand Paul... Mr. Anthony Fauci, round three happened yesterday, and it was a slobber knocker, like at a beer joint in Muskogee on a Saturday night, as good old JR would say. Uh, by the way, you remember all that shit we went through earlier this year? With the whole Virginia elections, now a Republican took the office of governor, and it all happened based on. Remember? You remember the story? Let's go back, shall we? Let's just go back in time just a little bit. There you go. That's enough. There was a story about a school in Virginia where a young lady, I believe 15 years old, went to the bathroom and Upon entering the bathroom, there was a young boy in there who was questioning his sexuality and his gender, whatever the fuck all that is. And he was wearing a dress in there, and he had an erect penis, and he raped the young lady. I believe in the poop shoot. And the girl, of course, reported it, and the president and the school board said, nothing to see here. Moose outside should have told you. They hit it and hit it and hit it until parents lost their minds. 
including the father of that young girl who almost attacked said school board. And let me add my personal note there. When he attacked, he was rightfully doing what he should have done by attacking these people who are supposed to be protecting his child while he is not able to protect his child. You remember that? You remember all that? And you remember that, that certain groups went to the FBI and, and they went all over the government and they said, these parents that are, 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 are blocking the mask mandates and that are fighting with city hall members and, and school board members, can we consider them domestic terrorists? Big bad government said, well, let's think about that. And then all of a sudden it got let, let out that they were calling them domestic terrorists and all hell broke loose. Well, yesterday, Education Secretary Miguel Cardona solicited the much-criticized letter from the National School Board Association that compared protesting parents to domestic terrorists. This is the education secretary. This is the most important person when it comes to the education in America. Yeah, he he was privy to that. He was privy to that. So if you go to school now and you protest anything, whether it's the mascot change, they're, they're not calling them terrorists. You're not going to get arrested. But that's what this current government thinks of you. Douglas says, I don't ever recall questioning my gender, but if I did, one glance at my penis and I would have an answer. Exactly. The funniest thing about this is that when the truth gets, it's funny to watch what happens when the truth gets out, isn't it? When the truth got out about this story and how people in the Virginia government knew about this, what happened? The people did what they're supposed to. They went to the ballots and they changed things. They said, no, 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 we cannot trust you. They, they pulled now like Baldwin. They pulled the... Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, 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 I, I would never point... No, 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 no. We saw it happen, which means it can happen. I think the Virginia election, the reason why Democrats and the left and the progressives and all those people were so upset by it that wanted to change the rules the day of. They wanted to do this because Virginia is usually always a blue state when it comes governor-wise. And lo and behold, it went red. And that scared them to death because this is why you can't give the American people the honest truth. Because the truth is, that you're all bad people and you think badly of them if they disagree with you. I remember a time in this country when we could disagree with each other, Republicans and Democrats, and still get along. But now it seems like if you disagree with the party in charge, and right now that's the Democratic Party, 
for if he f- finishes this this sentence for America out. Twelve out of the last sixteen years, the government has been run by the left. There was that little four-year break. But it was two Barack, one Trump, now one Biden. The left is worried. They don't want to lose control. Hell, 12 out of 16 years is a long fucking time. That's the betterment of two decades. So the riots and protests after George Floyd and the statues being torn down, that's not domestic terrorism, but just about... No, Aldo, Aldo, that is what we call here in America a peaceful protest. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I left out a word. A mostly peaceful protest. I'm not kidding. That's what the guy on CNN called it. Motherfucker's in the middle of Minneapolis. He's got a police building behind him up in flames. And he uses the phrase, a mostly peaceful peaceful protest and the knobs that watch CNN just slurp it up it's a peaceful protest I'm sorry when you set a building on fire because you're upset and you're protesting something protesting means you're not liking it you disagree with it which usually upsets you That's why you're protesting. And if you start a fire, that's an act of violence. Once you start breaking windows, that's violent. You know, almost. I know it's not nearly as violent as the insurrection. You know, the worst thing to happen to America since Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Fuck you, Oklahoma City. We don't ever mention you, which is a travesty. I sit back and laugh. I laugh because the truth is right in front of you. I understand people have real world issues. They have real world things going on. They're like, hey, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It doesn't matter if, if your problem is, is that your cable's off. It's a problem to you, and that's real to you. Okay? People have problems. People have their lives. And I understand that. But this is why it's so important to vote. This is why. Some people will go, well, we, we can't change anything. Our vote doesn't count here. And I used to think that way. I, 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 I honestly, I, I thought that way for a long time, especially living in California when I'd vote for president. I knew my vote wouldn't count because it's 701 or 801 whenever the polls close. Wolf Blitzer uh, at that time. Anderson Cooper, all these people who have these poll- election shows, one second. It's not even 8.01. It's 8 o'clock and one second. And you hear the uh, you, you hear the breaking news. Hold on a second here. Let's see if I can find the breaking news stuff here. Um, uh, no, that's not it. No, that, no, it's in mail. That's where it's at. When you hear... CNN is proud to announce... That the state of California goes to whichever Democrat this is. It happens at 8 o'clock in one second. 
So I, I understand, but this is why it's still important to vote. You vote on all those lower issues that go up there, and lo and behold, someday it will really matter when enough people start going out and voting. Well, we have 140 million people vote in the last election, allegedly. 142 billion or million. 142 million people. Pretty good turnout. I'd say almost half of the country. How sad is that, though? In a country of 330 million people, only half of them vote. Sad. Uh, <clears throat> you know, what I've noticed is that Dems, Obama, Biden, use the Department of Justice and the other federal agencies as attack political rivals. I don't recall Trump doing this. Well, let me, let, let, let's just let, let's tell the truth. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head about this. Uh, but they're all going to do it. This isn't one side is better than the other. I, I look. I, I know. I spew conservatism on the show, conservativism on the show, and I am a conservative person. But to hold up my party to be sinless in all this mess that is America right now, no, I, I, I can't do that. I, I think the other side is completely guilty of a lot more stuff. But my party, it, it, and look, Trump did his stuff. I just so happen to agree with his stuff. Democrats are doing their things. I don't agree with that. Now, should I be labeled a terrorist for that? The answer is no. It's what we used to do here in America. It's, it's, it's like that whole science thing, remember? When we used to ask questions in science? Who was it? Was it Aristotle or Socrates? That would only ask questions. I know. I, I took it old school there. You're like, whoa, holy shit. Arnie, Arnie's fucking, it might have been Plato. They would only ask questions. If you had a conversation with them, you were answering their questions. And whoever it was, was the greatest living scientist at the time. That'll make you think, won't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next here? Oh, God. I want to do this story, but I don't want to do the story. Oh, wait. I got to go back to this one because I, I, I missed this one. Finally, somebody is uh, writing this. Uh, Jim Garrity, who writes for the Daily Mail, has finally come out and said, fuck it. This... Omicron wave is not like the others. As the death rates plummet, America needs to stop fetishizing COVID and ditch a debilitating terror that is doing more harm than good than the disease. Brett, what's up, my man? Oh, I said I was going to play Brett a song today. Oh, crap. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that song's from then. Hold on a second here. Let's get that in place. Do I still have? Do I have it? Ooh, I don't have it. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. There it is. Boom. Got that in place now. Yeah, I'll put it there. Take this one out. All right, cool. Brett, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, this guy's writing about it. And 
By the way, now Ryder, now now the media is coming out and saying enough is enough. Isn't it time to listen when the media starts to say it? When when they start to when they start to come to your side, and you're like, oh well, yeah, it's time we get over this shit. We we we've been dealing with this shit too long. Oh, this is a fun this is a funny story out of Arizona. It's, I don't even think this is Arizona State. It might be. Yeah, oh, it is. Uh, you know, Arizona State's been in the news all this last year due to the people attacking the people in the multicultural center. And then they got reprimanded for it. Now students are preparing <laughs> for a hunger strike if a voting bill isn't passed by January 17th. Yeah, I ain't buying it. Uh, and by the way, these, these chicks that are on the hunger strike, good for you. You should be. You might become a little bit more attractive than the college boys. Uh, as soon as you get your first bong rip when you're standing out there protesting and the good old munchies consume you, I bet you're going to start eating. We're going to do a hunger strike. Shut up. God almighty. This may, I, I just laugh now. I, college students, you guys used to have a little bit of balls to you. Now, it's, it, we're going to have a hunger strike. Knowing full well your mama and your daddies are going to be coming to school and bringing you fucking snack cakes. What a bunch of dipshits. We're going to eat a hunger strike while I play with my Weeble Wobble White House set. Come on. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. The the fine folks over at over at Whole Foods. Wait, I picked up the wrong story. Dad gummit. There it is. That's the one I want. So this is this is a very interesting take on things here. Um Whole Foods is going after Joe Biden's woke labor relations boss for insisting its workers were entitled, which is a word that I truly love, to wear BLM masks to work as lawyers for the supermarket warn imposing imposing rules violates its First Amendment's rights. Uh, college students are just pawns for the liberal establishment and those shitty-ass professors. Yeah, and Arise says spot on, Douglas. So this is what happened. 27 Whole Foods employees back in 2020 took Whole Foods to court, arguing that they should be allowed to wear BLM face masks for work. Boy, these masks have caused nothing but trouble. Because Whole Foods has a company-wide ban on any logos or slogans at work. Now, it used to be in this country that when you went to work, as long as they weren't violating your civil rights, they could tell you what to do. They could tell you how to wear your hair. They could tell you how to, you you have to be clean-shaven. They can tell you all this. And when it comes to wearing shit, They don't want you wearing, you know, a fucking sex wax 
Max mask or some kind of logoed fucking mask. They don't want that. And it used to be a company's right to say what you could and couldn't wear to work. Joe Biden appointed counsel of the National Labor Board argued that being able to wear a BLM face mask was a right. Whole Foods have argued that their rights are being violated because it's an attempt to make the company speak out on an issue. This case will be heard in March, but here you go. Here you go. A, B, C. You are on private property. Do you not realize that? You're on private property when you go to work. Now, let's, let, let, let me say this the way uh, gun people will understand. This means it's just like when you go to a friend's house. If they're anti-gun and you walk in carrying a gun, they have the higher right to say, please remove the gun and keep that in your car. You don't have the right to wear a gun on private property. See, these people that want to fight these and, and, and do stuff like that, these, these are those, those people that I just can't understand. They think you have all these rights, which you do, from the government. Okay? The government can t- can't tell you what to wear on your face mask. But your employer sure as fuck can. Because you are an employee. You're working for them. They are paying you to do a job, not make a statement. And I don't care what this is. If this is BLM, if this is a presidential mask, no. Hell, if Whole Foods says you can't even wear a mask that says Whole Foods, A, they're stupid, and B, you have to follow All these people that think they have all these rights and, and, and there are no consequences when you. My favorite is this one. You have the right to burn a flag in this country. Yes, it makes me sick that you have that right, but it is your right. Okay? The police are not going to arrest you. Now, what could happen is a mob of angry veterans could come over there and stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Now, that's a consequence. Now, they do not have the right to do that. They chose to do that, which means they will pay consequences for it. I used to say this all the time on the, on the air, like, you know, if my sister would have invited me to my dad's funeral, um, and we would have had a big funeral where we they, they we were talking about doing a military funeral for my dad whenever he did pass, but we found out that the National Cemetery he's buried at, or his ashes are at, which I'm not privy to, uh, they don't do that anymore. But we heard about all these these big, you know, these, these horrible military funerals, and th- to me that is terrible. And you'd get these groups there that, that are protesting and saying, you know, your son was a fag, or, you know, all vets or fags and stuff like that. They have every right to protest, but I'll tell you this right now, I am going to get me a piece of somebody's ass there. 
You show up at my daddy's funeral with all that kind of shit there? You don't think that I'm going to be going buck wild on you? Fuck, Adam, Jay, Jay just gave me a new knife. I can't wait to use that son bitch. But see, that's a consequence. And I've said it for a long time. I'd be willing to pay the price. And people have told me, yeah, that's stupid. Well, that's your prerogative. Enjoy. Do I agree? Yeah, it's somewhat stupid. Don't care. I'm willing to do it. If you burn the U.S. flag, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, well, hey, that that's your prerogative on it. You have the right to do so in America. I remember one time, we I, I never did ask him to do it, and... I'll never forget. We were in, and I didn't ask him to do it because I would have put him on the spot, and I didn't like doing that to people on the air. But when I was working with dog shit and jerk off, there was a story that came out about somebody actually burning a U.S. flag. And dog shit came out and said, that's about the most patriotic thing you can do. And I asked him, I said, you, you, you consider him yourself patriotic? And he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that, that right there. That's your First Amendment right. Nothing better than that. I wanted to ask him a question, but I knew what it would do. The question is, that what, what would happen if I asked this question? Is that I'd put him on the spot. Listeners who were on my side, because there are a lot of people that fall on my side on that. Look, I, I think you do have every right to burn a flag. Great. Do I think it's very patriotic? No, I don't think that. I think you got an ass whooping coming. I know there are a lot of people that think my way. And those people would have called him out. And he would have had to have done this, and then that means I would have had to whoop his ass. But what I wanted to ask him on the air was, well, why don't we go out and burn a flag? Let's see how patriotic you are. I wanted to. Oh, I wanted to so bad. But I knew that wouldn't be good radio. I mean, it would be great for our careers because you know the media is going to show up. Everybody's going to show up for it. But now I'm putting him on the spot, and he is going to be hated by so many people. And this is the thing about working in radio. You can't have anybody on your show hated. They can dislike you, but you can't hate them. Because then a lot of people won't tune in because they don't want to hear him at all. So I knew what I was doing. I walked him down that road, and I, I, I think he had a sense because he wasn't an idiot. He was dumb, but he wasn't an idiot. Um, he was waiting for that question, and he would. This is what would have happened. He would have answered the question by walking in circles. In my heart of heart, I do not believe that dog shit would ever burn an American flag. But I tell you this right now, if I would have asked him the question, I would have not taken no for an answer. Looking back, I guess I should have done that. But, you know. But back to Whole Foods here. I think people are just mad because Whole Foods actually fucking stood up for their rights. Whole Foods is kind of a hippie place, ain't it? I mean, I don't ever shop there. I don't think I, I, I might have been in one once. 
But I, you know what I think this is? I think this is the left being upset that one of their establishments is, like, not standing up for them. My flag was worn out, and I got a replacement. I was just wondering what the proper way to dispose of the old one is. Um, I believe is that you burn it in your fireplace, or if you don't have a fireplace, you take it to a fire station to dispose of it. That is the uh, I would stick with take it to a fire station to dispose of. I don't think he dog would burn it. Agree on it? Yeah. Oh no, no. There's no way he would have. No way. But when he didn't, see, here's the other thing that went with that. He loses all credibility then. And he loses all credit. And by that, I mean, I can always hold that over him. Always. And by the way, I would. Fire station or local Boy Scouts. Okay, there you go. See, I was right about the fire station. So there you go. So Whole Foods, yeah, there you go. Good job, Whole Foods. Congratulations going out to the state of California. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom. What a dick. Has predicted an over $30 billion. Billion. That's with a B. Surplus this year in the budget proposal. Whoa, $20 billion? Where did the state get all that money? Uh, In front says Veterans Cemetery and Boy Scouts also. Okay. Republicans in California are saying, hey, how about you spend a little bit more money on the water storage issue? That'll help us through droughts and things like that. They're not saying what they're going to spend the money on, but let me tell you, it's going to be a waste. No matter what it is, it's going to be a waste. Uh, I'll I'll predict. I'll predict that he puts about $7 billion into that goddamn railroad that they want to run from what? San Francisco to San Jose, this high-speed rail system? Or is it, is it, isn't it like San Francisco to Fresno? The bullet train was originally going to go from San Francisco to L.A. People in San Diego are like, hey. And people in Sacramento are like, hey. Yeah, Straight Fire says, there's where my $700 car registration went. Who knew? Dude, Straight Fire, you want me to tell you something that's going to piss you off? I believe the state of Texas, the registration for the truck that we have, it's a $700 registration in California. It's like 50 bucks in Texas. I remember that when when I was married to the the devil herself, uh, Satana, and she lived in Tennessee. She had to get her car registered in Tennessee, and uh, it was $16. Not because she had a shitty car, but $16. That was the cost of registering her car. $700? Yikes. Uh, oh, fuck the, that new bullshit train. My Alaska registration was $100. Yeah, there you go. Why is it so much more in Cal? Because they can. 
Nevada ain't no cheap either. Nevada's pretty expensive from what I remember. So not everything's bigger in Texas. No, just the savings. Big Coop, you lived in Alaska. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Where are we going next? I love this story. This story, you know what? This is going to become one of my new favorite things right here. U.S. greenhouse emissions. So, you know, you know everything that we're fighting with all the electric cars and the... the <laughs> The hybrids and solar panels and all that kind of good stuff that everybody's using their money on. They're they're fucking spending money on solar panels and cars that run on spit. You know, all this kind of stuff. The U.S. greenhouse emissions rose about (laughs) 6.2%. Even though the economy was fucking locked down, emissions rose. Greenhouse effect rose. Oh, my gosh. The U.S. remains off track to achieve its climate goals for 2025. Oh, there's a young lady that is not happy about that. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. We are Uh, who's this guy? Um, I'm looking for this guy's name. This guy's an idiot. Kate Larson, a partner at Rhodium who helped with the analytics, said, uh, well, we expect emissions to rise again. <laughs> Whoops-a-daisy. Natural gas production was disrupted last year, so coal competed gas. It was the first yearly increase in coal since 2014. Overall, transportation emissions rose about 10% during a lockdown. Although the use of jet fuel remained below pre-pandemic levels. Wow, you think? Diesel consumption rose higher than it had ever been before the pandemic. No. Because truckers are shipping everything that everybody's ordering on Amazon while they're staying at home because of a virus that's only a fucking cold? That right there is a rant. The rebound we saw really was the most fossil-intensive version. This is great. This is th- That made my day. That whole thing made my day. They look like giant freeways to nowhere. The train infrastructure, I mean. Oh, yeah. They are weird looking. Christopher, I'm sure, yeah, you're down in Fresno. Watch that bullet. You probably see all that shit. And... They aren't even working on it anymore, right? They've stopped production on it. I'm sure the Pelosi's and the the uh, 
Oh, what's her name? Feinstein's. They, they need some time to make even more money off that land they own. So corrupt. Such a bad system. You want to talk? Oh, I'm glad I said the phrase bad, bad system. I'm going to do a little Andy Rooney here, former 60 Minutes host. Yeah, you ever notice? Yeah, you ever wonder? You ever realize? You ever wonder why the crime rates in Chicago are so absolutely ridiculously high? Well, now you mix him with a little uh, Paul Harvey. Well, here's the rest of the story. <laughs> the Fresno bullet train straight fire. Nearly a hundred people were charged with uh, nearly a hundred people charged with murder are free to walk the streets of Chicago. Thanks to woke bail reform and the judge that refuses, all caps, to jail suspects accused of violent crimes despite pleas from cops and even Mayor Gollum. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief. Murderer. All those are true about Chicago. You ready? 90 people charged with murder are out on bail. (laughs) 852 people charged with aggravated gun possession are also walking the streets free. Now, they were granted bail with an electronic monitoring ankle bracelet thanks to reforms by Judge Timothy Evans. Well, I don't remember him in the Evans family. There was James, James Jr. Who else? Uh, 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 let's see. Uh, oh, oh, you know, Florida was in there. Damn, damn, damn! You had Thelma and you had Michael. I don't remember Timothy. <laughs> the Fifth Evans. There's another T-shirt right there. Um, let's see. Uh, since 2017 in this reform, crime in Chicago has jumped se- and 75% of the people on electronic monitoring are indeed violent criminals. Chicago PD last year arrested 133 people for violent crimes while they were wearing their electronic monitors. Judge Evans comes out and says the only 3% of suspects reoffend while on bail, which he thinks justifies the reform despite it still amounting to dozens and dozens of crimes. Bravo, Chicago. Man, why is crime so high here? Oh, because we got a judge that lets it happen. Good God. Yep, that, that's the city where you just go roll them up. Another city where they have rolled them up in a whole other different way is the, I like this new term, the wokery in Hollywood. 
Well, this is what they're doing. They are firing white men. And instead, hiring women, women of color, men of color. They're not, hi- they're not firing all men, just white men. White men are being pushed out of the screenwriting business in favor of hiring white women and people of color, according to a new blog. Blogger says, I know a lot of very talented people that can't get work because they're not black, Native American, female, or LGBTQ. Other hit out at claims minorities are getting an unfair advantage with one director saying blaming diversity isn't just a lie. Including, it also means you're saying we don't deserve the jobs we get. Uh, that would be a big, gigantic... Correct the mundo! Now, I, I, I'm not very smart-ass, family. This is where I need your help here. Um, when... when, when I, I got the Jeopardy music ready to play. I just want to know what is, what, what's it called, because I forget. What's it called when you don't allow a group or of people to do something... Based on the color of their skin. What, what, what's that called? No answers yet. That's strange. Oh, there we go. We got an answer. Uh, let's see. Uh, politics, Andrew says, no, no, no. Oh, Andrew, I'm so sorry. No, that is not the correct answer. You big dummy. Oh, no, I didn't mean to play that. Where, where's? There we go. That belongs up there. Um, let's see. If they're white, it's apparently called fine. Uh, it seems that everybody else has gotten the correct answer, and the correct answer would be racism. The mundo. Wow. Racism, racism. If they're white, it's become fine. Racism to rational, reasonable people. That's racist. White discrimination, it's not racism. White men deserve it, LOL. Would that be discrimination, Alex? E- either or. Discrimination or racism. Now, see, this is, once again, there's a bigger problem with this. This is the entertainment industry, okay? Entertainment, in the word itself, is subjective. What entertains, this show doesn't entertain everybody. I know, it's crazy, right? There's some people that are not entertained by this because it's subjective, Okay? So now you're telling the viewing audience this is what you're going to like. Boy, that doesn't sound very Hitler-esque, does it? Because now, instead of hiring the best people for the job, I I don't even know what word to use here. Do, Do we hire the darkest? And that's an honest question. 
The New York Philharmonic, I'm sure you're tired of me talking about this fucking thing, and I'm tired of telling it. The New York Philharmonic, a musical group, a musical, uh, one one of the best in the world, used to have tryouts. And they were blind tryouts, which meant you heard them play. You heard them play. Somebody missed a note. You heard that. Boom, they're out. Now, they want the judges to watch the tryouts because they're more interested in diversity in the New York Philharmonic than they are the quality. And that's what's happening in Hollywood. They're more worried about the diversity and whatever they want you to believe than the quality of the product they're putting out. That's why we don't have, you know, must-see Thursday nights on NBC. I want you to think of this lineup on NBC. Back before he was so, well, he was, this was while he was being all rapey. Flop-dozzle to flippy-dippy to hey, 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 it's the monkeys. Uh, yeah, that's right, baby. It, it's me. It's, it's the cause. All right, so the the night would start out, Cosby Show, then a different world, thank God, with Lisa Bonet. Then that would go into 8 o'clock, which was Cheers, into Night Court, into L.A. Law. Well, something happened. Something big happened in comedy to where it was Cosby was gone. So the first half hour was friends. Then it was like shit mad about you. And then Seinfeld. And then whatever new show they're trying to put in there. And then their Thursday night drama. You think about it. You have the lineup of, of Cosby, Cheers, and Friends. Those are, those are three of the biggest franchises in TV history. Oh, I'm sorry, and Cheers. Cheers is also in there. I left Cheers out. You have Cheers going into Seinfeld? Are you kidding me? That, that, that shit you watch. Now, we got, and, and those shows got 40 to 50 million viewers a week. Now, if shows get 18 to 20 million people a week, that's considered humongous. But we're not going to have any time for those shows anymore because they were written by the best people, not the darkest. Uh, All right, I'm going to take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We got listener mail coming up next. All around your face Never really knowing 
Ask family, please forgive me. I, I played that song solely for me. Brad Kid and I are driving around the other day, and you know, we're listening to music, driving around, we're in traffic. That song comes on. Now look, what, Wang Chung, everybody Wang Chung tonight. Look, it's a classic hit from the 80s. That song is about the dumbest song in the world. But near, near the end, near the end, you hear this voice on the right side of the speak. Do you know one of those voices that's yelling? You know, and he goes, can you tell me what a Wang Chung is? 
I find that so fucking hysterical that they're making fun of themselves in their own song. Everybody Wang Chong, can you tell me what a Wang Chong is? Now that I've told you, you will never not be able to hear it. (laughs) I I mean, uh, let me see if I can find it here in in, in the actual song. Here we go. Here we go. It's coming up, I think. still laughing about it uh it's a great song though so but i I find it awesome that they make fun of themselves now look everybody is talking about this this fella yesterday that we were privy to while tommy was on the show this scuzz twitty guy or something like that scuzz twitty we played it tommy and i played it after the show we listened to it we listened to the charlie sheen song it was funny the guy makes parody songs he's funny do I think he sounds like Tommy? If you say so, I I I don't I didn't hear it, but whatever. But hey, uh, no, I'm not going to interview him for the show because he does the same thing I do. We're about to do mail, and this is where I do my damn parody song. So, but hey, it it's good. The shit he has is good. I'm never going to say that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rise and Hot Mom are talking about some show on uh, Netflix. That's what's going on over there. It's slow starting show. Christopher loves that song. Did you like the movie To Live and Die in L.A.? I only saw it once. I don't really remember it, so I can't really say. Wow, I never knew that before. Thanks, eh? Yo, it's fantastic, that fucking Wang Chung song. Uh, All right, it is time for Listener Mail, and Listener Mail is always brought to you by our good, good friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring in the West. Oh, God, I just heard this story about the rest. Let me tell you. The rest like to dip their wieners, and I'm talking about their ding-dongs, in the glue, of course, after they huff it. And then they put that glue underneath your flooring. All in the necessary name. This is their slogan. You know, the rest, we can say that our floors are cocky. It, see, that, there's no need for that. There's no need for that. You just got to put floors in, for God's sakes. So what you got to do is call my friend Jesse at JS Floors, 775-267-4123. He will not dip his wiener in the glue. Jesse, you better, you better live up to that, my friend. There you go. By the way, if you want commercials like that, all you got to do is call me. 
Give me some money, and I will I will do advertising for you and your company anytime. But Arnie, you played the Scorpion, so you don't you usually like to mention how nice those guys are? Wow, Christopher, I was actually thinking that off the air before I get the mail here. Yeah, Scorpions are a bunch of dick bags. That was one of my first backstage encounters with, with a rock band, and they didn't have time for their fans. They were poo-pooing them. They were putting them on, and they were speaking all in German too. So great in concert. Hey, I, cool. You know, I got to go backstage for the Scorpions. They're a bunch of dick bags. Thanks, Christopher. The rest like to burn American flags and host shitty radio shows. Oh, Christopher, let me just give you a yes, yes. Ah, uh, all right. Let's get to mail. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to mail call. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Ah, this one says Arnie. This is from uh, Darren Shank. First of all, I love the podcast, and I've been listening since day one. In fact, I've been listening to you since 1997. Fuck. That's almost 30 years. God damn. We're at 25 years. Holy shit. Unfortunately, with work and everything going on, and let me just say, Darren, thank you. Um, with work and everything going on, I haven't been able to keep up on the live shows, so I'm a bit behind. Well, I listened to the show where Darren said he disagreed with your fuck your feelings comments and then went on to say things that besmirched your father. I agreed with everything you said as well as the ass family. I also agree that Darren is an asshole who I hope doesn't listen to you anymore. Now, as I work to get caught up on past shows, And back to trying to contribute to live shows in the comments. I want to be sure that the Ass Family knows that I'm not that Darren. (laughs) Uh, I'm the good one who brought Whataburger from Texas when you lived in Reno and brought you back an A-hat from Toronto. I, I know exactly who you are, buddy. I will now be changing my Mixler name to the good Darren to distinguish myself from the douchebag version who has ruined my good name. Nothing important in this letter. Just wanted to let you know again, I love the show, and it helps me get through my day. Keep up the great work. That is funny. That is fucking hilarious. Cowboys Drive been listening since 98. Wow. Uh, Jen says Darren fucking twat waffle he was. Oh, yeah, that guy. that guy was a peach. That guy was a real fucking peach. But, hey, this is the good Darren, so let's all be nice to the good Darren and not the douche canoe Karen. (laughs) That's a great letter right there. Uh, All right, let's see. Next one here. Uh Uh-huh. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. I just got done listening to the show with Tommy and have to say how great that was. Well, yesterday was a fun show. Tommy and I always have fun. Uh, I just found your show, and I used to listen a long time ago and remember you telling stories about it. It was amazing the chemistry you two had together. I really hope that he can be part of more shows in the future. I have to say that this is easily the best $2.99 I have ever spent. That is from Tim. Well, thank you, Tim. I, I try to have Tommy on as much as I can, as much as his schedule will allow, and what I think is fair, because Tommy, look, 
If I had Coca-Cola fucking buying my advertising and talking shit about Pepsi the way I talk about the rest of the floors, I'd be a rich man, okay? And I could hire Tommy. Say, Tommy, you come in whenever you're not doing your firefighting, not doing any other things, come in and I'll pay you this. Because I think Tommy's worth every cent of it. If you put Tommy and I together on a radio show and he's prepared for shit and I'm prepared for shit, I'm just telling you right now, we would end the broadcasting world. Joe Rogan would subscribe to us. That's how good I think our show would be. But, yes, I try to have Tommy on as much as I can. Now, we have an ask question here. Uh-oh. So Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right. That, we, we, you know the rule. If, if there's an ask question, we've got to do songs. And these will be the first songs of 2022. Got the band warming up. There we go. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. The one that made it real. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the main stage from Garland, Texas, the one, the only, Marty Davis. I sit alone and hear the hate We were such friends, you were my best mate And everything I needed to know I learned it on the radio Worked and worked at all those bars Listeners turned us into stars you have done but that's okay because you know now I have my own fucking show where you can ask and do it now before I go out and fuck a cow all we hear is radio gaga radio poo poo Radio blah blah. All we hear is radio goo goo. Radio cough cough. Radio what do? Radio we all just hate you. Karma, 
Hangtown Jen, you, you can ask me after I do this next song, or after let me do this letter, and then I got you. Uh, all right, so I got one more song. Find the right mouse. Here we go. Haven't done this one in a while, so if I if I miss this one, I'm sorry. Wahlberg, Betty White, Jimmy Walker's Dynamite, Fred Sanford, Carrot Top, your mom likes to mop, Satana hated me, and Heracles hung to her knee, I did another show without me, it really blows. Harry Carey, Stone Cold, great men, I am told, jog, go radio too, I just say fuck you, now you know why the show is so good and better and it is important to me. It's time to ask Arnie, if he's glad we hope you're done with that, you should go ask him right now, before he goes out and fucks the guy. There you go. There you go. How about that? I mean, that right there is just solid gold. All right, now to the letter. Got to help people, damn it. Help them. Uh, dear Arnie, I have a question, and, and, and Jen, after this, I want you to ask your question. And you even get a bonus song. Uh, I have a question. I hope you can help me. As you know, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Yes, fellas, it is less than a month away. Wait, hold on. Let me see what today's date is. Oh, oh, you're two days away from it being a month away. Um, and I started dating my boyfriend right around Thanksgiving. Oh, that guy's a rookie. You, you don't get in a relationship between Thanksgiving and pretty much St. Patrick's Day. That, that, you don't get into relationships at that time. There's just too many holidays. And if she has one of them birthdays that fall in that time, you are fucked. But this is a gal, so she roped an idiot in. <laughs> I know that I'm kidding. I don't know if he's an idiot or not. Uh, I know that this is a big day before I go on. We have yet to do the deed yet. Oh, oh, you're gonna you're volunteering some information there. 
No, no, no hoopty doopty yet. No polishing his bishop. No swinging the swag. No donkey yawn. No, no hoobity doobity in the scoobity. And definitely, for sure, no tuna boat going down to Pound Town. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I'm just having fun. Uh, I don't know. I hope y'all are laughing. I hope if you're not laughing, then I feel bad because, holy shit, I'm dying here. Um, I don't know what I'm waiting for, but I have a serious but funny question you concerning this. Would sex be an all right gift for me to give him since I'm a college student and I don't have a lot of money? Uh, any help would be much appreciated. Janessa. <laughs> no Alabama hot pocket. Wait, they've been dating since November. What the hell is taking so long? Brett says, as much as I love to bang, I can respect a couple holding off until they're ready. <laughs> so is their relationship straight Kentucky upper Decker Dubber Blumpkin? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no scatting to datin? Uh Okay, I'll be serious. I'll answer your question. No, this is not a look, 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 look. Let, let me let let me let you in. Come on, come on. Already got this. Already got this. You don't say that sex is the gift. You say you're gonna make him dinner, and then you have sex afterwards. So dinner, a homemade dinner, was your gift. Sex is just a dessert. Because let let me ask you. Let me ask you there, hun. Would you allow sex to be the gift? And I know that's a stupid question, but can you imagine that? A guy for Valentine's Day dating a gal. <laughs> would you get me? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do the correct voice. What, 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 what'd you get me for Valentine's Day, my, my loving man? And he's just laying in the bed. I got you, me. That would go over. Like a very wet fart in church. But women can use it. It's so funny that women can use that as a gift. Men can't. Unless you're that big black dude from that meme. If you're that guy, then you can probably use it as a fucking weapon. Well, that thing is definitely a weapon. Give him anal and he'll never forget how much you care. Yeah, there you go. If you really want to give him the gift, give him that back door. Uh, save the Alabama Hot Pocket for a more special occasion like the 10th anniversary. Uh, Aldo says, Janessa, sex works in most situations on most days, period. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my God. That's a great letter. That is a fantastic letter right there. Uh, all right, Jen, you got your question. I, I, if you're going to write it out here, is that what you're going to do? You're going to write it on the board? So that gives me time to get another song ready. 
Correct. A nice home-cooked meal, but the sex better be good. You'd better be prepared to suck the soul out of that body. Oh, man. All right, let me let me find the music that I, I want to do here. Because I have to say this is my favorite one. All right, so Hangtown Jen, I'm going to let you write out your question. I'm going to sing the song while you're writing. That way we can keep things moving along here. I think you guys know which one's coming up. Here we go. Got some problems I can help you Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can help you out Ask me now Ask me now Before I book a call You know I'll do it And I brag about it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow All your ratings Are in the gutter You sure miss me That is fucking obvious Fat and fatter is what you become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now. Before I book a cow, I said I'd do it, and I just did it. Fucking a cow. voice in the morning hours and miss me the radio reminds me that I'm in the right place driving down the road you'll hear me say all the bad words like cock and fuck pussy and cunt ask me now ask me now that's right I fucked a cow I said I'd do it And you're damn right I did it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow He fucking a cow He fucking a cow Because You didn't ask I will be announcing tour dates soon. God damn. That was good shit. That was real good. I'm proud of that one. 
Hangtown Jen has a question. He says, okay, I'm moving end of July from California to Virginia. I want to obtain a job in my current field, ideally a government job. Is it too early to apply now for positions and find, I find, or wait more? It's about six months from move date. Great question. I would say this. I would say it's never too early. You can, you can start the, the process of looking and doing all that kind of stuff. And, and this is where the open lines of communication come in, is you tell them exactly when you're moving there. You let them know what your dates available will be, and you will see if it happens. I would say it's never, ever too early to start. And knowing you, you're not going to have a problem, whether it's too early or too late. Look, look, I, I know you, and I know the work that you do, and you do a, an, an amazing job. I don't, I don't see you having any problems in that, and I, like I said, like I said, and, and your personality as well, come on. You blow every other candidate away. But I would say, you know, start as soon as you can. Start looking into it. It's never too early to get a job. So there you go. Uh, I hope that answered it. You mentioned someone being bald. Yes. I'm really good with certain government job websites and can help you. Uh, save some cow for the rest of us. They're lining up after that solid gold performance. Jen, the government takes forever to do anything. You'll probably be late already and should have applied six months ago. Uh, okay, perfect. Uh, thank you for your input. I'm going to put those applications in. Thanks all. Here in Virginia, they're probably teleworking, so it would be a Skype interview. Just apply now. Hot Stephanie says, knowing how desperate I am for employees, I'd happily hire someone to start six months from now. There you go. And Ken Duck says, good luck, Jen. There you go. And these have been some great questions. Not, you know, and, and males in general. Mm. Next one here. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, with the playoffs this weekend, I wanted to see if you wanted to make a little bet on the game. I'm a lifelong Niner fan, and I know that you like the Cowgirls and wanted to see if you wanted to put something on the game. A friendly wager, of course. What do you say, Gabe? No. Now, I already owe a rise a dollar, or, or Mr. Arise. I, owe him, I still owe him a dollar because I can't find any of my damn orange Sharpies to sign the damn dollar bill. I bet him on the Texas-Oklahoma game. Now, you got to hit me up on my social media, ask me those kind of questions. But, no, no, I'm not going to bet on this game. Look, is it going to surprise? Look, I hate the 49ers. You, as a lifelong Niner fan, should hate the Cowboys. That's fine. I'm good with all that. Am I going to be really upset that we lose this game if we do? No, I'll be upset. I'm not going to be happy losing to the Niners. But it'll just further my point of being correct that Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are two overpriced Cowboys that are causing them not to be able to win. I'll say it. Now, if the Cowboys win, of course I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to have to hear a lot of shit in return anyway because I am a lifelong Cowboys fan. But, no, I ain't going to bet on it. I, I hate betting on my team. I really do, because it makes me hate them when they lose. Whether it's a dollar or fucking, you know, a big parlay card. And I, I, I rarely bet on my own teams, just because, man, it makes me so mad when they lose. 
Like if I were to bet on the Browns and think that I was going to lose and, and, and lost, I would expect that. By the way, speaking of the Browns and the NFL, NFL playoffs start this weekend. Tomorrow, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be in the house and be predicting some playoff games for this weekend. So there you go. But, hey, you know, I want to say best of luck to my Cowboys and go to hell for calling them Cowgirls. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to get the last word in, motherfucker. That dude, just the truth. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm glad you're preparing yourself. It helped me Monday night. I felt it was coming. Oh, man. No, I look, look. Cowboys win, great. They lose, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed and I'm right. Sick of this shit. I'm sick of being a fucking donkey in the NFC. Sucks. It's bad enough being a goddamn Longhorn fan. Fucking Rangers go out and sign all these great players there ain't going to be a damn season. I'm cursed right now. Cursed, I tell you. Personally, I like the name Cow Dungs, okay? Cowboys Girl says go Cowboys. Boy, Warbird, I felt for you, man. I, I honestly did. Look, yeah, I'm no fan of Alabama. I picked them. I, I did pick them. And my, my dear friend Brandon, who I've known for a long, long time, went to the game. He's a huge Alabama guy. Went to the game. And walking out, there's nothing worse than walking out of the stadium in a loss. Nothing. I it, it it's gut wrenching as a fan. We I remember when we left. Uh, we went to the Texas Alabama national title game at the Rose Bowl. That was the craziest trip of my entire life. We uh we drove from Sacramento to San Francisco to catch a flight because the game was on like a Thursday night. So this is when, this is Thursday. Get done with the morning show. Jump in a car, drive to San Francisco, right? Because they're the only ones that have a flight that'll get to L.A. before the game starts. Drive to San Francisco. The plane is delayed, but they have one that's leaving earlier. So we get on that plane. There was literally three people on that plane. Get down to L.A., get the rental car, drive to Pasadena, get there, the game kicks off at like 6 p.m., maybe 5, because it's West Coast. We get there at about 4. We got to walk in like six miles of parking because we parked on the back nine. Walking in, walking through all those Alabama fans, oh, it fucking made me sick. I'd never seen a group of people that drunk in my life before. Going to the game. Fucking Colt McCoy gets hurt in the second quarter, or first quarter, the game's over. We have to leave, and I have to walk by all these people because we have to catch a flight back to Sacramento, or back to San Francisco. Then we get our car on the last trolley from the airport shuttle to the the rental car. We got the last one. Got our car, drove back to Sacramento. I got home at about 3 in the morning. I took a shower, and I went in to do the morning show. And the Longhorns lost. Oh, God, it was disgusting. It was horrible. Fucking hate that feeling. So, Warbird, I felt for you. 
70-30 Georgia fans, we were crazy outnumbered. Gosh, I'm exhausted just hearing about the day, work, driving three hours, flying, walking, renting car, driving more, walking more. That alone is exhausting. I can't imagine the rest after a deflating. Oh, it was fucking. The only, the, the, the only the cool thing was when we got to the airport to leave, Bonnie Hunt was in line in front of us. That's right. Comedian extraordinaire, Bonnie Hunt. Hand to God. It's like, holy shit, you're Bonnie Hunt. Cheaper by the dozen. The Bonnie Hunt show. She's a terrible comedian, that's who. But it was funny. And, and like, there were nine people on that flight. That's back when, when Southwest, if they had short flights places, they had, like, 68 a day. All right, we're going to be flying out of here every seven minutes until we crash one. Then we're going to make it every two, two every four. All right, next mail here. Edge, listen up, it's time for mail call. Oh, fuck it. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, please help me. I am sick and tired of these stupid-ass whiny people in our society. Okay, you, you, you could end the letter right there. I had a woman come up to me in the mall yesterday and ask where my mask was. Oh, dear Lord. Before you ask, no, there is not a mask mandate in place where I am now. I simply told her that I didn't have one and moved on. And she still told me that I should be wearing a mask. What do you say when people say and do dumb things around you? Should I have snapped? Ooh, wow. Should I have told her to mind her own business or should I have just ignored her? Which I know (laughs) you... No, it's very hard to do. Please, Arnie. Oh, wow, Samantha. This happened to a gal. Samantha's asking me for this. She says, please, Arnie, make the call. You make the call. Awesome. I love when it's thrown on me. Uh, Okay, so you're at the mall shopping. What should you have done? Should you have snapped? I can't always recommend that one. That one doesn't work effectively 100% of the time. The, the, the working of snapping, uh, the percentage is way under 100%. Way under. A lot of times, bad things happen when you snap. But you asked, uh, should I have told her to mind her own business? That, that, to me, is like an appetizer for snapping. <laughs> because <laughs> I never described it like that before. Snapping's this main course where you fucking just go off and lose yourself. But the, would you mind your own business? See, you're either telling them to do something, which in their case, they'll think is rude, or you're asking them something, which means you're engaging them in conversation. Would you mind your own business? That's a question. They have the right to ask to answer that question, which could escalate said situation. Um, or should I have just ignored her, which I know you know is very hard to do. Boy, that one, that's the toughest one right there. 
And and I I rarely do that. I I, I, I do a, a lot a lot of times. If you're gonna ask me to make the call, I would have that appetizer. Because you, you know, it is once you engage them in conversation, that's just the round and round and round you go. Where to stop? Only the jailer knows. Because you're just asking for trouble. Look, look, the best thing, Samantha, let me be your mama and your daddy here for a second. The best thing would just to have ignored her and moved on. That would be the best thing. We don't always choose the best thing. You didn't say what you did. I, I, Samantha, I hope you write me back and tell me what you did. But my call would be my official call. What call did you make? Uh, my official call is ignore them and move on. That's the official. Unofficial? Oh, I fucking A. I tell that bitch to shut the fuck up. I'd wear her. I. You know what I would do? <laughs> Here's me escalating the situation. She says, excuse me, sir. Where's your mask? Uh, ma'am. Where's your shut the fuck up? I'm probably going to ask it like that. I know it's no fun, Ken Dog. I don't want the ass family going to jail. And then when they get to the jailhouse, they go, why did you do that? Well, Arnie told me to stab. Arnie told me to stab. No, Arnie officially said, ignore it and move on, Samantha. Douglas says, I went into Costco over the weekend and I had my mask in my pocket, not on my face. The dude who was checking membership cards offered me a mask. I pulled one out of my pocket, showed him, then put it back in my pocket and kept on walking. I purchased my goods and left. I didn't put the mask on at all. Yo, you gave him the old one-twosie there. Yeah, here you go. (laughs) Nice move. Nice move. Nah, Samantha, if you're in the mood and ready to fuck a bitch up, you antagonize the fuck out of that Karen and get her to scream. Throw one or spit on you before you blast double her fupa back into her mama. That's <laughs> why so I love you, Alicia. Oh, you're going to tell it how it is. Look, I, I, I will start it off. I, I will start with the, you know, the. It, it's like getting that, uh, what, what is that, mimosas. It's like starting off the day with a mimosa. You start off with, hey, where the hell is your shut the fuck up? That's how you you start this tennis match of snapping. (laughs) We'll call it snapping ball. And somebody's going to get to the point where they just want to fucking lose it. Will it be you? It's like a game. We can. I could pitch this idea to fucking every network in the world. Who will snap first? I'd watch that show. Oh, I'd watch that show, what we call religiously. (laughs) The best universal answer is always, if it was up your ass, you'd know. Douglas says, strike first, damn it. Officially, Arnie, we can't evoke mayhem. 
And that is why I just want to hug Alicia. She speaks my language. Pew, pew, finger guns blazing for you, girl. <laughs> oh, everybody's in such a good mood in here today. That's great. Oh, you got to love the finger guns typed out. I think that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. The finger guns are typed out. That way you can just picture the pew, pew. But back to Snapball, or who snaps first. These people, and I'm seeing it more and more. Every day on TikTok, I'll see new videos of fucking Karens out there. Man, oh, man. Like, hey, do y'all realize that your phones are made for phone calls? It's not a fucking camera all the time. You can use the internet on that device every once in a while. Pretty soon, kids are going to be like, we don't care about the coverage. We just, oh, they're already there when it comes to cameras. Good God. Whoa, this thing has a phone in it? And you're really fucked if somebody's walking around with a tablet because that's just big screen we're going to fuck you over. So, Samantha, if you chose to do nothing, then you chose correctly. You made the right call. Officially. On the record. Wink, wink. All right, last mail here. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I'm really confused about something. Are you? Okay, I can help you. Before you even think of it, I can help you. You're confused about something? Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. There it is right there. I just saved the world. I just saved the entire world. Um, I've seen that Bottle Rock announced their lineup, and so has Bonnaroo and Coachella as well. Yeah, good old Billy Eyelash is playing there. Allegedly, Kanye is going to be co-headlining, but I haven't heard that's official yet. Uh, so with all these announced, should I be worried about COVID and them shutting them down? It doesn't make sense to me that they are warning us about this new strain. And I have seen that it is nowhere near as bad as the last two that came around. Will they shut these shows and events down, even though it's not registering the deaths like before? That is from Confused Carrie. I know somebody that was going to a show here in the Dallas area recently, some kind of weird-ass emo show, and uh, they got the word that it had been canceled or 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 suspended, or whatever. So confused, Carrie, you don't need to be confused because we're all confused. Um, I I don't know if these events are going to go off. I don't know with with these artists if they're going to be willing to perform or they're going to have to have COVID, you know, restrictions on all these places. I don't know. I'm as confused as you, especially with what you last said there. We talked about it already this morning. We talked about how they're telling us this 
strain is nowhere near as bad as the last one. Yes, it's more contagious, but it's nowhere near the strain it was before. Hospitalization numbers are way down. Deaths are almost non-existent. I think they are non-existent in America. Yet we're talking about mask mandates and we're talking about shutting down again. I, it's, if you believe it's truly for science, then hey, i got a great bridge to sell you as well. This is still about control and controlling us more. Alicia says those motherfuckers always do it when they have my kids. I had some dick cheese at Costco make a comment to me because I didn't have a mask on as my back was turned and he was walking by and my boys heard it. Anyone that knows my boys know how protective they are of their mom. We spent the day walking around being followed by this guy and I kept making eye contact with him and I'd laugh in his face as he didn't have the balls to say shit to me. I told the boys I'm living rent free in his head and then blew him a kiss as he was standing next to his wife. That's great. That is so good. I, you know, these people are awful. Look, it, it, this whole thing, like everything that has been involved in this, from people wearing masks to people getting vaccines to how it's been reported and how it's been covered. Last night I didn't sleep really well. And about 2 o'clock in the morning, I decided to go on Instagram and look at some things. And I looked up my old friend Chris Payne's page. And one of the first posts he had up there was, remember when Fox News was viable? Now, see, and then he just put dot, 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 dot. Okay. Now, now look, do I know that Fox News is jaded? Yes. How about if I pose the same question to him? Do you remember when CNN was viable? I know how he would respond to that. And I would have plenty to give him. First of all, how do they have time to cover the news at CNN? Well, at least two of the producers of the main parts of that network are in jail right now because they were fucking little boys. How is it that CNN, who's viable, I guess, right now, in some people's opinions, allows an anchor to help his brother in a sexual misconduct case by giving them the questions that the they're going to get? Oh, and yeah, by the way, that guy has been fucking hitting on chicks in the office the whole time. Hashtag Cuomo's. How is it they have time to broadcast the actual news when one of their anchors, their, their, their main anchor at night, Don Limon, is in the middle of battering other gay men, allegedly. And he's going to court for it. In between his drunken romps down in New Orleans, while on television, telling people to kiss his black behind. When do you have time? I'm just wondering. Oh, when do you have time for the news when you have a guest on your network 
get all shithouse drunk and rip apart a very shitty mayor. Yes, I agree with Bill de Blasio being a terrible mayor, but you don't air it out at midnight. That's when everybody's watching. How do you have time? And that's what all this has been. All this has been a, is a American versus American war. I'm, I can't call it war because I don't want to disrespect any military people out there. This has been an American versus American juggernaut. Much better word. Because this is all we've been doing now since 2016. This is pre-pandemic bullshit. In 2015, we could talk politics with people and get along. Was the left hurt so bad by Donald Trump? Were you so embarrassed that you lost? That now anything on the right is unacceptable? And, by the way, uh, vice versa. Then you throw a pandemic in there, you throw in all these made-up stories, and you gobble it all down. We're no longer a melting pot. We're a melted pot. That's what we are. Somebody needs to turn the fucking flame down. I'll tell you that right now for sure. Uh, let's see, uh, the 80s. Uh, Should have walked by him and started giving him a fake phone number and go ask him for it to move over there. Uh, I realized I still follow the Rad Show on FB. Uh, they posted someone is not feeling well and they're not on there. I might get kicked off. I posted a screenshot on our show and told them you're on. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Yeah, you're, you're going to get kicked off there now. I'm just telling you that's what's going to happen. Uh, all right. Uh, we got one more segment to go. 775-357-FANS is the nombre. Arnie Radio 1 at Gmail is where you can write me. All those great letters brought to you by the fine folks at JS Floors that will not dip their wieners in the glue. I guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. What y'all think about this, man? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Get some bubbles over this motherfucker. So. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kinda hard being Snoop D-O-double G, but I somehow, someway, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you wanna do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the doors. But, but what? We don't love them hoes. Yeah. So we gon' smoke a house to this. G's up, hoes down. Why you motherfuckers bounce to this? Lay back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and juice Lay back 
Now, back, I got me some sequins jeans. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now, this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours, but fool, I gotta get mine. Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get to Mac into this bitch named Shady. She used to be the homeboy's lady. Oh, that bitch. 80 degrees when I tell that bitch, please raise up off these NUTs, cause you get none of these at ease. As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze. Be out, Chuck Jess. Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and juice Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Later on that day, my homie Dr. Dre came through with a gang to tangle right And a fat ass Jake of some bubonic chronic that made me choke Shit, this ain't no joke, I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down Tangeray and chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now But it ain't no stopping, I'm still popping Dre got some bitches from the city of Compton to serve me Knock with a cherry on top, cause when I bust my nut, I'm raising the box to cock Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes I don't love you hoes, I'm out the door, and I'll be Yeah, I know it's pitiful. That's how niggas get down. Watch my niggas spit round. Make y'all niggas kiss 
talking shit, clown. Oh, you think it's funny? Then you don't know me, money. It's about to get ugly. Fuck a dog, I'm hungry. I guess you know what that means. Come up off that green. Five niggas on ravine. Don't make it a murder scene. Give a dog a bone. Leave a dog alone. Let a dog roam and he'll find his way home. Home of the brave. My home is the cave. And yo, I'm a slave to my home is the grave. I'm a poor paper. It's all about the papers. Bitches caught the papers and now they want to
coast. States Mint has recently released a new series of quarters that are honoring women who have helped shape America. It's part of the new American Women's Quarters program. The first woman they chose, ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls of all ages, who do you think it was? Maya Angelou. Now, I am not trying to take away anything from Maya Angelou. I know this is a whole series, but your first one. The very first one was a poet. Now, 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 look, they have other women that they're talking about uh, also. Uh, first female astronaut, Sally Ride. Wilma Mankiller. I already don't like her. First female principal chief of the Cherokee Nation. Um... Anna Mae Wong, the first Chinese film star in Hollywood. Now, now there's a couple people that are missing. I just want to put this out there. That I think if you would have gone with number one with, a lot more people would get on board with it. And think, hey, man, it's cool to use a quarter again. <laughs> How about, I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm just going to throw a name out there. I'm just going to throw one name. How about Harriet Tubman? Did, did, did anybody mention that one? Like at the U.S. Mint when they're sitting around a big old table? Well, who should we have on here? Danica Patrick. No, not Danica Patrick. Somebody who actually shaped part of America. Aunt Jemima. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, should be in dimes and called a dime dozen series. Really, though? Maya Angelou? How about a Michael Jordan quarter? I'd like that. That'd be cool. He's not a woman, though. But, I mean, <laughs> Maya Angelou? Not, not a horrible, well, not a horrible choice to be on the quarter that represents America. But it's a horrible choice for the first one. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, another name. Got another name for you. Rosa Parks. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's done a little bit for this country. I don't know if she's done as much for this country as Harriet Tubman did. But I know that they've both done more for this country than my Angelo has. How about Dennis Rodman? <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, do you, do you, you don't think. Oh, please let them give a quarter to Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, please let it be. Please let her get a quarter. Oh, I don't know who we need to petition, but we need to, we need to petition Caitlyn Jenner to get a quarter. Oh, my God. I think I think that that is what would cause the war to end all wars. It would be women against the alphabet society. Women, probably the alphabet society's strongest ally. And now you're going to get upset because Caitlin's getting a quarter. Oh, please let that happen. One piece of the quarter breaks off. <laughs> the front side of the quarter is the back side's a nickel. If they do Hillary Clinton, it's time for war. I mean, they, like, they don't mention a lot of other women in here. Uh, but come on, you, you've got to do better than that. You have to. Even I'm saying do better than that. <laughs> if Caitlin got her own quarter, I'm sure she'd tell everyone it identifies as a silver dollar. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, honestly, like, I could see the world ending over that. Over the battle of Caitlyn Jenner getting a quarter. Who do I, I want to know who I have to fucking... Uh, you know, submit a, a petition since we use petitions now again. Betsy Ross, there's another good one. But I want to petition the fact that Caitlyn Jenner should have her own quarter. <laughs> Jen, Hen, Jen nailed it. The Caitlyn Jenner quarter would be perfect. Boy on one side, girl on the other. Winner. There it is. You have him running the decathlon in 76. And then you have him, you know, in a, in a nightgown on the back. And, of course, the male side would be heads. <laughs> that joke just wrote itself. And the woman's side, of course, is tails. Oh, my God, this quarter does write itself. Oh, my God. But instead, 
Do you think that this, like, ladies and gentlemen, Maya Angelou. Man, you're at some big fancy-ass event, and you know celebrities are all over the place. We have a very special guest this evening. You're thinking it could be, I don't know, Madonna, J-Lo, somebody good like that. Then they yell out, Maya Angelou. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Hey, Arised, if you're still out there, what the hell is going on in your home state? Two inmates have now decided to change their way of dying to firing squad due to the fact that multiple botched lethal injections saw prisoners die in agony. And I asked, well, what, what, what's going on? I mean, we should really look into this. What? Prisoners are dying agonizing deaths? Oh, no, we can't have that. Donald Grant and Gilbert Postel requested a firing squad as an alternative to lethal injection. Trial is set to begin before uh, Judge Firo, uh, February 28th, but Grant is scheduled to be put to death on the 27th, while Postello is set for execution February 17th. Boy, they're just cranking them out. Yeah, it, fuck. Man, you're trying to keep up with Texas in death row. Well, may, it may be gruesome to look at. We all agree it would be quicker. <laughs> Grant was convicted of killing two Dell City uh, hotel workers, while the other shitbag was... Since died for his role in a 2005 quadruple slaying. Oh, these are wonderful human beings. Let's give them what they asked for, shall we? They're asking to die. We get to choose the form. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what bad part about what is with prisoners dying in agony that are on death row, right? I'm sitting there going, yeah, well, sorry. Sorry, the firing squad's off today, boys. We, we, we have to carry this out. But, but, but that's not the way I want to die. Well, I don't want to die of a gruesome fucking heart attack either. I mean, there, there are plenty of ways I don't want to die. I can list off a whole lot of reasons I, or, or ways I don't want to die compared to, like, the one way I do want to die. In my sleep. Death by wood chipper is not one of the ways I want to die. But I can't handle that. Maybe one day I'm on the roof. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing on the roof. That's a sturdy-ass roof. Neighbors doing some weed eating. Got a big old rental out there. A big old, you know, mulcher. And I fall into it ass first. That shit's going to hurt. Do they get requests their executioner panel? Like be requesting Alec Baldwin to be on the firing squad? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, goddamn. Well, Douglas, I'm not what they call a peach of a gal. Sometimes I can be a dick. That was fucking hilarious. Oh, I, by the way, oh, I, I ain't going back to that. That shit's going to get clogged up. Oh, man. I don't want to die that way. I, 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 I could sit here 
and talk until 5 o'clock Texas time in the afternoon of ways that I don't want to die. Way that I don't want to die. I do not want to be eaten alive by a shark and then turned into shark shit. Not a way I want to die. I, I, I don't want to be my, my final, final resting place, be at the bottom of the ocean because I turn into shark shit. Then I turn into a, a smaller fish's shit. And then I turn into an even smaller, smaller fish's shit. That's not one way I want to go. No. So if we can't request it, why are we allowing inmates to request it? We should get to do it any way we want. You tell Southern Poverty Law, you tell the ACLU to go fuck themselves. We got this. I'm telling you, man. We put it on TV. Fuck you, China. We're buying Africa. Fuck you, China. We're buying the Netherlands. Brett says, I do not want to die as a straight man in a gay bathhouse. There's another way. That's on my list somewhere. Another way I don't want to die. What can I say here? I don't want to be stuck in the rear end of a horse head first and die that way. I don't want to go asses in with a cow. I request not dying that way, please. Mm-mm-mm. But due to civil liberties and civil rights and, and, and human rights, we have to give them all these different options. Option one, you can have a wonderful bouquet of drugs mixed together. Goes well with a rosé. Option two, get a bullet to the brain. Option three, pit of alligators. Can't you see the jailer if that was the way... Man, ain't nobody picking the alligators. The alligators are starting to get skinny. <laughs> oh, my God. Option four, electrocution. And option five, jealous spouse walks in while you're having an affair. But these guys are going to get the bullet instead. Uh, thank you guys for saying that. Ask greater than that. Uh, appreciate that. No contest. Appreciate that. Uh, all right. What do we got next here? Uh, you know, I, I'm just going to do this one real quick because uh, I don't know about y'all. I'm so sick and tired of this poor this, this poor guy, Morgan Wallen. Country music. I, I, I got one of his songs here. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Where, where is this fella at? Uh, M. Morgan. Not to be confused with Morgan Wade, who's going to be a huge country star. Morgan Wallen. This here fella right here.
She asked me where I was from. I said somewhere you never been to. Alright, there you go. Now you know who he is. Country singer. Was like newcomer of the year, all these awards, has a fantastic mullet. Well, if you don't remember, the story is he was out one night drinking with some buddies because, well, that's what country music stars do, is they go out when they don't have a gig and they probably drink. Out having a few beverages, and if you're in the world of country music, a few is at least one bottle. And he gets home, and his friend is riding home with somebody else, and he says, hey, get my N-word. So, it, he had the soft A ending. Home, safe. And some neighbor caught all this on videotape, and they sold it to TMZ, and Morgan Wallen's career hasn't been the same since then. The, the CMAs, they said you are no longer invited or nominated no matter how many records you sell. Country radio kicked him off their airwaves. YouTube banned all videos of him. Young man then goes to rehab, gets rehab for alcohol or whatever, comes out and says he's sorry. Does all this apologizing. Now, now, mind you, he called a white person the N-word with a soft A. So he, he's banished. He's gone. Never hear from him again. And I remember when it all happened. I asked the simple question. When he came out and apologized to, who's he apologizing to? Who is he apologizing to? Country music fans? Because, look, you know why stereotypes are all out there? They're around for a reason. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but there are people that use that word left and right, and I ain't just talking about the brothers and sisters of the world. People that use that word because it's a word. Now, now. Once again, we can have this stupid talk about who gets to use it, which version of it we can use, all this, or if it's so bad, we can just get rid of it, okay? Nobody can ever agree on that. So Morgan Wallen comes out, he, he pays his price, he thinks, goes to rehab, doing the right things, making the right strides, and what happens? His fans, the country music fans of the world, reward him by selling out all his shows. Selling out in something that's called show business. Well, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Morgan Wallen was invited to play, not join, play the most storied place in Nashville, in country music, if you will, the Grand Ole Opry. And he said, yes, I will gladly play there. And he played there. Now, he didn't do any racial slurs there or any kind of, he sang his music and left and was applauded. 
Now, performers ranging from Yola, Allison Russell, Rissy Palmer. These are people I don't know. Uh, let's see, Shelly Wright, as well as Grammy winners, Brandy Carlisle and Jason Isabel, weighed in on how the Opry's decision could have troubling consequences for artists of color in country music. I'm laughing. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> it could have troubling consequences for artists of color in country music. Do, do you not realize that there is already a troubling consequence for being an artist of color in country music? Do you, do you not, are you not picking up what I'm putting down? Oh, can I even do it? Oh, let's see. Uh, can you name four or five black country music artists off the top of your head? Five. I got mine. Okay, here we go. At least I got four of them. Charlie Pride. It pains me to say this one, but Kane Brown. God, that guy sucks. Cleve Francis. It's an old 90s country. Darius, uh, what's his name? Hootie. Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. And if you make me say it, I'll say it. Ray Charles. Okay. Everybody's got... Does little Nas X count? <laughs> no. Everybody's got Charlie Pride and Darius Rucker. Yes, Darius Rucker. That, that's it. I gave you five. That's the history of country music. Ray Charles, his first release record was the modern sounds of country and Western music. And he loved country music. So I will always look at him like that. Yeah. Charlie Pride, come on, that one's that, that's the give me right there. That one or either Darius Rucker, Cleve Francis I had a stretch for, and Kane Brown, he, he's a brother. But how about we, how about this, how about this? How about instead of criticizing Morgan Wallen for what he did, how about we say, hey, he tried to amend it. That's what he tried to do. He tried to amend what he did. Which, by the way, was caught by a fucking nosy, shitty neighbor and turned into shitbag paparazzis. If motherfucker didn't have a camera phone then, Morgan Wallen probably could be the biggest thing in country music right now. I know, but if my grandfather had nuts, he'd be my grandmother. So, that, I, I get it. How much more of a debt does Morgan Wallen have to pay? Lose his career? Because everybody's upset that he's selling out concerts. Shitbags like Jason Isabel. That guy sucks. You're garbage, dude. 
I, I, let the young man play his music and move on with his life. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Um, I'll save that one. We have to talk about a man that is crazier. He gets crazier every single day. What did you send me, Stackar? The South Indian. Whoa, there's a South Indian country. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Stop everything. All right, here we go. Colette Sulin? Oh my god, this could be this could be glorious. Five, then you need to hear this. Alright, here we go. This old house once knew my children. This old house once knew my wife. This old house was a home and comfort as we fought the storm. Dear God, this is great. This old house once rang with laughter. This old house heard many shouts. Now as he trembles in the darkness when the lightning walks about. This house no This house no more. Ain't got time to fix the shingles. Ain't got time to fix the floor. Ain't got time to all the hinges. Or to bend the window plate. Wow, this is awesome! This old house is getting shaky. This old house is getting old. This you gotta watch this video. This old house lets in the This is the best video I've ever seen. But I feel no fear of pain. Call to see an angel The creepy people in the crowd are awesome. No need this house no longer. No need this house no more. Ain't got time to fix the shingles. Ain't got time to fix the floor. Ain't got time for the hinges. Or the men no window racist thing ever in the history of time. We have an Indian man using a racial slur. One more time. Wake up by the fireplace and he'd sit there and howl and breathe. But my hunting days are over, ready to go hunt the coon no more. Whoa! Gabriel Dumb brought in the chariot when the wind blew down the door. Ain't he gonna need his house no longer? Ain't he gonna need his house no more? Ain't got time to fix the shingles, ain't got time to fix the floor. This ain't guy's got right. Oh, this guy is awesome. That car, I gotta say it, man. Listener of the day. Bravo. Oh, my God. I was holding on to this gym for a while. Oh, this totally. Oh, I have to go to I have to go to my iTunes account. Please, God, please let this man have have stuff on iTunes. Oh, because if he has stuff on iTunes, I am going to I am going to love life. I thought I saw his name. What's his last name? 
Oh, my God, they have him. I found him. I found him on iTunes. Oh, there it is. There's the old house song. Okay. Oh, man. So this guy's kind of like country gospel. Oh, everywhere. We, oh, what's this sound like? This is fun. Everywhere we go, every page we turn, every lesson learned, every broken heart, every joyful time, every rock we climb, every single time. Okay, if I make it. Hello? Check, check. That sounded like my mic was going out. If we make it through December. Oh, yeah. Oh, sing it to me. Holy shit, that was awesome. Colette Selwyn. Colette Selwyn. Yeehaw. That's some good shit right there. Did, did I get the, I, I had to get the house song. The house song is the truth, man. If you get a chance today. <laughs> to to watch that video, please watch that video. That video will make your life. Stackar, you are the man. Oh, all right. Now another crazy recording artist here. Kanye West. Yee. I like how he officially changed his name to Yee, but everybody still calls him Kanye. Can anybody explain that one to me? Well, an associate of Yee, formerly known as Kanye West, says the rapper is planning on going to Russia this year. Oh, that's wonderful. There you go. Yeah, yeah, put it on the Facebook page because that thing is the truth. So he's going to go to Russia later this on this year. Where he hopes to meet with Vladimir Putin. Uh, and he's dealing with a billionaire family closely linked to the Trumps, the Russian government, and 2016 election. He's thinking about moving there. Uh, this little house that I, I think it, this little house. Do a concert to Putin in the KGB. Yeah, I mean, psst. hey, Yeezy, Yee, Kanye. Um, just gonna let you know something real quick. Just, just real fast, real fast. You might stick out a little bit there. Just say. Just say. They, they don't have uh, stars of your magnitude over there like you. Oh, and by the way, they are so um, supportive. And let me say it this way. Down with the cause, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're going to have a great go of things there. Uh, by the way, tell me I'm wrong. Now, if your wife picked T- Pete Davidson over you, I'd move to the other side of the world, too. That is a good call. 
Even Russians are going to make fun of him. Uh, I swear that positive tests for COVIDs are just pushing the mass hysteria like they don't want this shit to end. My kid had someone in his class test positive, and now they want all the kids tested regardless of symptoms. But it may have the Fauci-ouchie, and they are free to spread COVID. Isn't that great? Welcome to America 2022. You could join Kanye and go back to the USSR. I don't think Kanye's going to be moving anytime soon. Just want to put that out there. But, hey, man, he's so important. He is going to meet. And, and I. this is why I look at world politics and world leaders now, and I think it's a joke. It's a popularity contest. He's going to end up getting to meet Vladimir Putin. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. My sister in California just told me my nephew's middle school did the same thing, Douglas. Jesus. All right. Next story here. This, this is troubling. A man from Alabama. This guy doesn't look like a Crimson Tide fan. This guy doesn't look like he's a big fan of anything except, I don't know, stalking. Matthias Jacob Edward Mann. First of all, he's got too many goddamn names, and the first one's too hard to say. Matthias. Man, when the first time that you sight-read that word, you're like, Mathesis? Matthias? Uh, straight fire, according to Rachel Maddow. Oh, wait, hold on a second. You ask a very, very important question here. Um, can't you just get the jab and be protected? The virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. Uh, no. The virus no. does not infect them. The uh, virus that, that, cannot not then true. use that person to go anywhere but, else. But, 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 but it can. It cannot use a yes. vaccinated person as yes. a host to it, go get more it, people. It, it, Rachel, it actually can. Matthias Jacob Edward Mann is accused of trying to hire a stranger on a phone app to kidnap and rape a Wisconsin woman he met online. Well, well, oh my. Gee, good gravy, Davy. I mean, whew. Boy. That escalated quickly. Uh, I mean, uh, that really got out yeah, of hand fast. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but... You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Uh, Mr. Mann was arrested last week in Alabama on charges of attempted kidnapping and attempted coercion. Mann said he wanted the woman subjected... Oh, this is, this is the peachy part of the story. <laughs> he said he wanted the woman subjected to the most brutal anal rape imaginable <laughs> my phone just went off Siri just answered what is the most worst <laughs> of the worst brutal anal rape imaginable she just gave me things here she said that was the lead story 
Now, this is the best. He was busted after meeting a person on the message pay app Kick and paying him. You ready for the the? I I think I already gave you the total, but if I didn't, I'm just gonna do the showbiz thing. Seventy five dollars. Yo, man. Hey, if I pay you seventy five dollars, will you kill and brutally anal rape this chick? Well, the the going rate's eighty five, but. Yeah, since you're coming out of state, okay. $75? I don't know if I'm the woman, if I'm more upset the fact that somebody was going to brutally anal rape me, or it was only costing $75. Who released a statement about COVID vaccines yesterday? It's filled with usual public health jargon and ass covering, but one line stands out. Vaccination strategy based on repeated booster doses of the original vaccine composition is unlikely to be appropriate or sustainable. (laughs) I think it involves a fire hydrant. Yeah, or one of them big round uh, concrete barriers in front of stadiums. I imagine that would be a pretty brutal anal rape. Sperm whale. Somehow we got, you know... Got whales and a gal together. That whale was feeling frisky and did his deed right in the old poop chute. By the way, the the person he met up with was an undercover cop. And this happened by dumb luck because the detective was monitoring the app when he saw a message from a user trying to hire someone to abduct an acquaintance. Uh, they, they don't say what he's, uh, I mean, this guy's going to go to jail for a long, long time. And let me just tell you real quick, what a winner. Oh, they have the actual news story. I don't want to learn more about these ugly looking shoes. Put on. Just slip your. Okay, collapsible heel, great. Two-year-old Morgan County man is in custody after federal authorities say he tried to hire someone to have a Wisconsin woman abducted and raped. FBI agents arrested Matthias Jacob Edward Mann at his family's Hartzell home Thursday morning. According to AL.com, he is charged with attempted kidnapping and attempting to entice someone to cross state lines to commit a sexual crime. In soliciting the rape, according to court documents, Mann had unwittingly joined forces with an undercover cover detective from Minnesota. There you go. From Minnesota. (laughs) I I, I gave you guys the story just so you could see a picture of this wonderful human being. Uh, All right, let's see. Oh, I'm about to lose my shit on the next door. Not this one, but the next one. Angry Arnie might come out. Uh, in a medical first, I'm sure everybody's seen this because I'm late to the party on this story. In a last-ditch effort to save this guy's life in Maryland, doctors implanted a pig heart into a human being. The patient's name is David Bennett. He's 57 year old. Um, he said he was going to do it no matter what. He, he knew the experiment wasn't a guarantee, but he was dying. And he came out and he says, it was either die or do this transplant, and I want to live. 
I know it's a shot in the dark, but it's my last choice. If it works, there'll be an endless supply of these organs for patients who are suffering, one of the doctors said. The guy came out and said, if it doesn't work, at least they can learn from it. Now, that right there, that's the ultimate gamble. And good on that guy. But, man, do I have a question. All right. So, you're on the road to recovery. You got a pig heart. You're exercising your back. You're, you're at about 80%. You're, you're, you're almost at your fighting stance, okay? You're the best you're going to be after they've, you know, released the, the sealed air from you. Can you ever eat bacon again? I mean, isn't that, if, you're, if you've got a pig heart and you have a big old plate of bacon, I know that's probably not going to be good for the heart to begin with, but is that cannibalistic? Yeah, no more, no, no more Canadian bacon on pizza. No more pulled pork sandwiches. No more ribs. Let me just tell you, that is a world I don't want to live in. If I can no longer have ribs, pork ribs, beef ribs, I don't care any kind of ribs, I, that's not a world for me. And does this guy get a shitty nickname now? Hey, Pigheart. Hey, Oinker. I don't, I don't know if I want to get another, you know, <laughs> another, you know, living things organs in me. I think that would fucking go on the ways I don't want to die. Bacon is not his issue as long as you can still, you can still believe her. Oh, man. Now he doesn't have to wallow in sorrow. I mean, like, like, man, you never had, here. Okay, here, here's an advantage of having a pig heart. Never have to clean your room again. You're a pig. Why, yes, I am. This room is a pigsty. Well, yes, it is. So you have to you have to take the good with the bad. Oh, all right. Last story coming up. Now this this look. Can anybody really make sense of this story right here? I'm just gonna tell you right now. Hand to God. Hand to God. This is a real fucking story. Nothing gets me more worked up than seeing stories like this. Researchers, which mean they're being paid. They have some sort of endowment, some sort of grant, some sort of people that want to know this stuff. And they spend thousands, if not millions. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right, straight fire. If you take an airplane, yeah, you, you've seen pigs fly. So you can no longer fly. Otherwise, you kill that one. But they spend millions of dollars sometimes on these projects. I remember one that really upset me was the, the uh, effects of secondhand, smokes, uh, secondhand smoke on dogs. I'm all for keeping dogs healthy and safe and, 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 and great. But I don't know if we really need a study 
and I believe this study costs like $3 million to do, to find out what are the effects of secondhand smoke on dogs. Now, how long does that take? Is that a lifetime thing? Is it a couple years? But this new one now has it. And I will say this right now, nothing will ever, ever take over the stupidity of this study. Researchers at Israel's Ben-Gurion University have built a self-propelled fish tank on wheels that goldfish inside can drive around on land with intent. The unusual electric vehicle is equipped with sensors and a camera that track the fish's movement inside the tank and can head in the direction of the wall of the tank. The fish is swimming towards stopping when the fish backs away. Ten fish were trained to operate it by visual targets placed around a room and rewarding them with food, they reached them. The team of researchers and quote-unquote scientists, so I say that with such an eye roll it hurt, told the Times of Israel that several of the fish reduced their time needed to complete the task from 30 minutes to under one, even with decoy targets in the room. I've read enough of the story. Here's my question. Where does a fish have to go? Why are we developing some sort of transportation device for a fish? By the way... Does the fish get to go to the dealership and pick this shit out? Oh, man, this one's going to go with my gold scales. I, I, I mean, wait, is a fish worried that they're going to be late getting to their fucking pedicure? Well, hey, fish, you ain't got feet. Why does shit like this need to clog up science and research around this country. Don't you think that money could have gone to something a little better than an automobile for a fish? The fish isn't going for a fucking spa day. The fish doesn't have a tea time. See, here's the problem. This fish car ain't got no doors. Why? Because if the doors opened, the fish would die. Can you only put 0.08% alcohol in that water? 
You're a bigot, Arnie. Fish have feelings and needs, too. Yeah, but not in a car. I want to know who was sitting around that smart guy table. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see if a fish can drive. I mean, I'd like, is this just rich guys sitting around some kind of fucking, you know, room that smells of mahogany, leather everywhere? You know, Mortimer, I would love to see if a fish could ever drive. Let's call the alma mater and throw some money at them to find out if that is a true thing or not. Who the fuck cares if a fish can drive? I can tell you they can't. I'll I'll say it. I'll say it right now. Asians are better drivers than fish. This is why I don't ask the question. I didn't think that this is any kind of story I would have done ever. In my illustrious career of broadcasting, which has spanned almost 30 years, I never thought I'd do a story about a fish driving. Don't ask the question what's next, because you don't want to know. I mean, for fuck's sake. Grizzly bears are fucking now. Instead of hiring people overseas to answer your your questions in customer service, are bears going to answer those calls? (laughs) Pinnacle of broadcasting, Artie. Yeah. (laughs) No, they're not. They need to go on a short Asian drive better than fish. That needs to go on a shirt. Asians drive better than fish. Oh, man. I mean, seriously. By the way, how does a fish get insurance? Do they go to the DMV? Have to get their, I mean, they have to drive their car in there because once again, if you open the doors, they die. How do I know that they can read the letters? I can't. They get a driving test? I want to know how a fucking... I bet you a fish is real good at parallel parking. You got to fucking hold the bowl up to take the picture for their license. God forbid, and where do they keep the license? I mean, how small is the license? Because if they put it in their wallet, it's a fish. It's not big. Now, are we going to need fish translators for the police? For when the policeman walks up to the car and says, you know what I pulled you over for? By the way, a way to not answer that question is, what, you forgot already? That's never a good thing. Don't do that. If a goldfish could drive where it wants, then the first thing that is going to do is drive into the nearest lake, destroying the car. Oh, shit. 
I don't want a car. I want to go home. Oh, no way. I saw a story yesterday that they're putting cows into virtual reality, so they think that they're in a sunny field. Of course they are. I, I got to leave on that. That That's enough for me. I, I can't take it anymore. Uh, thank you, Ask Family. Great show today. We had a lot of fun uh, with listener mail and everything. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Take off time to time With those crazy friends of mine Head out on steel horses With wheels and we ride We burn up that road To old Mexico Blend in with the desert Just we amigos And we roll Cowboys like us Sure do have fun Racing the wind Chasing the sun Take the long way around Back to square one Today we're just outlaws Out on the run There'll be no regrets No worries and such Cowboys like us Talk about living Babies and women All that we've lost And all we've been given We sing about true love Lie about things we ain't done Drink one more cold one Come morning, get up And we roll Cowboys like us Sure do have fun Racing the wind Chasing the sun Take a long way around Back to square one Today we're just outlaws Out on the run There'll be no regrets No worries and such For cowboys like us
is outside waiting to arrest him.